For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. Hello, Thunder fans. This is Alex Roig of Topic Thunder, and here to cover another recap. Uh, the Thunder, once again, still streaking. Uh, they win over the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland, 95-86. to um, It This game was basically the definition of ill. It was, it was not a very aesthetically pleasing game, uh, but the Thunder got, you know, the Thunder did what they had to do. Uh, to get this victory, they were without Russell Westbrook, as we all know, um, and Cleveland came into this game without Kevin Love, uh, without Sam Decker, and without uh, kind of a game game time surprise without George Hill, who sat out with shoulder stiffness. Um, so, in order to recap this game, let's go ahead and hit up the TiVo. You don't have to tell me why you use TiVo. All right, so kind of starting off the game. The game was, this was basically uh, the Dennis Schroeder game. This is completely the reason why we got this guy from Atlanta. Um, it's, you know, it kind of amazes me that somebody like this was available for a, what basically was a, uh, a buyout contract of Carmelo Anthony's stature. Um, and so, you know, with, Russ, with Westbrook being out, uh, this was a good game for him to kind of show us what he does, and he did. You know, he went ahead and scored 20, 28 points. Uh, he got seven rebounds, surprisingly zero assists, which is, which is kind of funny for a point guard. Uh, but he got things all, he got things started off very quickly. Uh, you can tell that he was, you know, he was looking to score tonight, and he did. And the the, the Thunder, you know, they did a good job of in that first quarter of kind of setting up. Grant setting up Adams for easy buckets, um, and you know they got theirs. Um, but Cleveland kind of kind of stayed around, and at the end of the at the end of the first quarter, it was twenty to twenty six, and you know most of, most of the bench was in the game, and Zubac got a rebound on an offensive rebound. He got an offensive rebound. He went up for it. He got fouled. It didn't look like a foul by Noel, uh, but it, but in the subsequent kind of argument over this Billy Donovan got a technical and so the rest went back and reviewed the play and there was still 0.2 seconds on the clock so Zubak went to the line he hit both free throws I think Corver hit the, the technical free throw and so the Thunder ended the first quarter with what probably should have been a six-point lead instead it was a three-point lead so the end of the first quarter 23 26 to 23 um, with the bench in the game and so at the beginning of the second quarter uh, once again, for a second straight game, uh, the bench kind of let a lead slip away. You know, this is something that I hope is not 
becoming a, a pattern for this team. Uh, the bench, and honestly, within that, within the first half of that second quarter, the bench should have probably extended the lead because they were getting their hands on a lot of balls. Uh, they were getting a lot of steals. They were getting a lot of blocks. You know, Noel was having a block party there in the, on the interior. Um, but the Thunder could not pull away. They could not make anything out of it. And eventually, the, the Cavaliers kind of tied the score, went up by one. You know, they did that whole thing where they go up by one, then the Thunder score, then the Cavaliers score for a couple minutes there um, until the starters got back into the game. Um, so the starters get back into the game. And over the final about two minutes of the of the second quarter, uh, the Thunder go on a 9-0 run. And uh, the end possession, as, as far as the ending possession of the first half, was pretty good for the Thunder. It was almost played perfectly. Um, Shooter gets fouled with about eight seconds left. He hits one of two. Uh, then on the defensive end, um, Colin Sexton drives in. And Shooter, being the more veteran guy, knows what he's going to do, knows what he's about to do gets in the way and gets a charge call against Sexton. And so the Thunder get the ball back with about 2.7 seconds left. Um, they get it on the far end of the court. Steven Adams throws a, a baseball pass over to, uh, to Paul George, who sinks a three-pointer from about 28, 29 feet uh, heading into the half. So heading to the half, <clears throat> heading to the half, the Thunder, um, we're on a 9-0 run. Starting the, sec- the third quarter, the Thunder were on an 8-0 run. So in total, uh, they went on a 17-0 run. But just like anything else in the NBA, uh, runs happened. So the Thunder had their run, and then Cleveland had their run. And so Cleveland uh, came in. They started hitting threes. They started getting into the paint a little bit. Um, the Thunder went cold for a little bit there. And the Thunder kind of kept it, you know, they kept it at bay. It wasn't anything that they let Cleveland get you know, get away from them. So Cleveland just outscored them by one point in the third quarter. Uh, and so they went into the fourth quarter um, up by seven. And so in the fourth quarter, um, again, the bench kind of, you know, you got to understand Cleveland. Cleveland, for all for as bad as they have been, they still have guys like J.R. Smith. They still have guys like uh, Jordan Clarkson on their team. They still have guys like Tristan Thompson on their team, veterans, Corver. Um, veterans that have been number one have been have finals experience have won finals um, games and so you know those guys if you give them a chance they're going to go ahead and produce they're going to go ahead and eventually um, you know bring a team back regardless of the talent around them and that's what happened in the fourth quarter in the fourth quarter um, it you know it, it was it was basically at one point Cleveland scored three threes in a row and and took the lead took the lead by about two points I think um, eventually though, you know, Oklahoma city settled it down. Um, you know, they went on an 11, two run to go ahead and finish out the game. And that's basically where it ended. It ended up at, at 95 to 86. Um, you know, it was just, it was one of those games that last season we might've lost this game last season. It was one of those games where, um, we faced an inferior opponent and we played down to their level and we lost. Um, this game, it was a little bit of the same. I mean, we kind of played down to Cleveland's level. We didn't score that much, um, and then we let them get into the game. But we found ways to win at the end. And a lot of that credit goes to Schroeder. Um, PG was, he was okay. You know, he wasn't as, you know, as far as offensively, he wasn't as abysmal as he's been in other games that Westbrook has not played. Um, but PG had 17, had 18 points, seven rebounds, two assists, two steals. Um, he was, 
He was uh, 7 of 16 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3. Um, so he had a regular game. It just wasn't anything, you know, it wasn't a bad game or it wasn't a great game. It was just, it was a meh game. You know, it was basically that's that's how this game was for the Thunder. It was just like kind of like a eh type of game, but they came out with a victory at the end. And so kind of piggybacking off of that, um, let's look at some numbers uh, for this game. So the Thunder, um, it was basically, it, it, this, this game was, basically their season encapsulated into one game. So uh, they shot 42% from the field, 41.7%, 35 of 84. Uh, from three-point line, they shot 7 of 27, uh, so 25.9. So that really does not help their uh, their their jump over the last couple games uh, in their three-point percentage. So that probably stayed you – know, they're probably still at, the, at 30th. Uh, as far as free throws, once again, they had one of those games, 18 of 26 – so 69.2% from the line. Uh, they were out-rebounded by Cleveland 51-44. to uh, They grabbed seven offensive rebounds as compared to Cleveland's 12. Um, assist category, this one was surprising because usually um, assists kind of tells you how well the offense is doing. Uh, the Thunder had just 10 assists. And like I said, you know, like I said in the intro, Dennis Schroeder literally had zero assists from the point guard, from the starting point guard position. Uh, so yeah, so we had ten assists. Cleveland had seventeen. We did have thirteen steals though, and we had nine blocks. So that's kind of where our bread and butter for this game was was on the defensive end. Uh, total, total total turnovers we had twelve. We forced twenty tur- turnovers on um, on Cleveland, and we scored twenty one points off of those turnovers. Uh, fast break points twelve to thirteen. So it wasn't a lot of transition offense in this game. Points in the paint, we had 46, Cleveland had 42. Um, and, you know, personal fouls, we actually did not. It, it was weird because it, for, in the beginning of the game, it looked like the referees had a thing for us. Um, but, you know, Cleveland fouled us 26 times, and we only fouled them 23 times. So I guess it's always, you know, I, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. So sometimes you look at it and you see, you know, calls going your way or going against you. And in the first, especially in the first half, especially in that first quarter, there were some calls, especially with Paul George driving to the basket. Um, it looked like he got fouled, and they wouldn't call anything. And so this was part of the reason why Billy Donovan got that technical was because, um, you know, we got that foul called against us with 0.2 seconds in the first quarter. But, did, you know, Billy Donovan was like, look, you know, this happened twice on the other end, and you haven't called anything for us. So um, I, I think, may, you know, you, you got to understand sometimes with coaches – um, you know, sometimes their complaints do get heard by the referees, and the referees—I won't say makeup calls, but um, maybe the rest of the game—they're more watching the other team a little bit closely and seeing things that they're doing. Um, so in the end, you know, we come out with a victory. We come out um, victorious, and it was an ugly game. Um, but thankfully, we're done with this Cleveland trip, and we make it out of here with a W. I mean, that's that's basically what the most important thing is. Um, and so moving on to player of the game, and it shouldn't come as any surprise, Dennis Schroeder. Uh, Schroeder came out, you know, with scoring on his mind. You know, that's what he was going to do, and that's what he did. Um, so he ended up with 28 points on 11 of 19 shooting. Uh, like I said, he had seven rebounds, all seven of them on, a, on the defensive end, zero assists, he had one steal and one block. It seems like Shooter always gets this one block per game um, in weird situations, but he always gets it. 
Um, he was a, he was a plus twenty eight um, on the plus. I mean, he was a plus twenty on the plus minus. Uh, he did a great job. I mean, he did a good job of doing what he had to do to win this game. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't anything. You know, we're not going to look back on this game at the end of the season and remember it. Um, but it was needed to get that victory. It was needed to get this win, uh, despite Russell Westbrook being out. And we got it. You know, an honorable mention. I do want to mention um, Jeremy Grant. Uh, Jeremy Grant has been doing a great job this season. Um, he once again he had you know double figure points. He had twelve points, eight rebounds. Um, he shot four of nine, two of three from three, two of two from the free throw line, and he's been providing some long range um, spacing for us um, on the offensive end. Um, so over over the past five games, um, he's actually he's actually shot. Uh, 42.9%, so nearly 43% from uh, three-point range. So that's not something to be slept on because the one thing that we needed from that four position, whenever we had Patterson out there, we said, okay, Patterson's out there. He's going to give us floor spacing. Um, but he never did. You know, He didn't do it consistently enough. And as far as switching, as far as the defense that we, we want to deploy out there, um, he is a step behind as comparison, in comparison to Grant. Uh, so Grant over the past five games, has been shooting 43, 43% from three-point line, um, 56.5% from the field, and nearly 70% from the free-throw line. So it's something to watch for. It's something that we hope will continue throughout the season. A lot of his looks are from the corner. A lot of his looks are wide open. And so if he's able to stick those down, he'll become a weapon. He'll become something you know that teams have to begin to scout for, that teams have to look for. Um, and he's averaged 13.8 points over the last five games. So that's not something to be slept on. You know, this is a guy that he's never necessarily had this type of success um, on the floor. You know, I, I think uh, there was a, a stat that, you know, this is his sixth straight game in double figures, the first time he's ever done that in his career. Um, so this is a guy that he keeps on improving. You know, we keep on saying, oh, man, this guy's getting good. This guy, you know, this guy is still improving. This guy's just 24 years old, I believe. Um, so he's still improving. He got that nice contract, um, but he's still, you know, he's still improving. So, you know, props to him. But player of the game, Mr. Dennis Schroeder. All right. So moving on to uh, the best unit of the game, uh, we're supposed to be a unit. Um, so the best unit to me uh, was basically the starters with Alex Abrinas in place of Terrence Ferguson. Uh, Terrence Ferguson has been doing his thing on the defensive end. He's been doing a great job of that. But Abrinas just gives you that other element. You know, he's starting to be known. It's it's a name It's a name that I'm starting to hear a lot of these national commentators, these national broadcasters say a lot more when it comes to um, three-point shooting, when it comes to just being that other guy off the bench for the Thunder. They usually say Schroeder, um, but they also say Abrinas now. Uh, maybe because of that 25-point outburst in that in the uh, in the Clippers game, um, so you know that lineup plus Abrinas gives it more spacing, gives it more um, more flexibility uh, to kind of be one of those more modern NBA offenses, um, and so that um, was my favorite unit of of the of the game. But I will say this: any unit that Hamadou Diallo's in. Um, and Nerlens Noel is in. It becomes completely disruptive. This game, it wasn't that way. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't that productive of a unit. And I think a lot of that has to do with Raymond Felton being out there. And Raymond Felton, you know, he's a great veteran, great 
third string point guard. Uh, but that's basically all he is now. You know, he doesn't necessarily fit in the Thunder's how you would say fast-paced offense when you're talking about Westbrook and Schroeder. Um, and so whenever he gets in there, I believe a lot of the reserve players get a little bit confused as to what to do and how to how to play off of Felton. Um, but, man, anytime you have Nerlens Noel out there, anytime you have, you have Hamadou Diallo out there, it's, it brings a different dynamic, different defensive energy out there. Um, and so I wouldn't necessarily say that the unit that they were in was one of the better ones in the game. Um, but whenever those two are out there, it just brings something else to the game that's fun to watch. You know, you, you get a lot of transition buckets whenever they're out there. You get a lot of steals. You get a lot of blocks. And so it's just a, it, it's just something fun to watch. And so looking ahead, um, so the Thunder kind of, you know, they, they go on the road. They play Cleveland. Then they go back home and they play uh, Houston. It's one of those, you know, back-to-backs that are, aren't as much as they used to be um, on previous schedules. Uh, but it still kind of throws you for a loop whenever you do see them um, because, you know, they're, they're, these guys are getting off a plane and they're going to play tomorrow um, against one of the supposedly better teams in the West. Uh, so they look they, they play against Houston um, at home. Um, Russell Westbrook, I would not expect him to play in this game. Uh, I know some people on Twitter saw him walking around Oklahoma City just wearing an ankle brace and, you know, his J's on, but – I wouldn't necessarily think the team would just like they just like they didn't do with the Golden State game at the beginning of the season. If he's not ready, if he's you know if he has not done the work necessary to prove that he's you know ready for for game action, uh, then the Thunder will hold him out. You know this is not we're still early in the season. This is not that big of a game. Um, it's just big in the fact that it's Harden um, and it's one of the top perennial teams in the West coming into Oklahoma City. Um, but it's not big at this moment. Um, in the standings, you know the Rockets are not doing that well. They've won three in a row, um, but before that, you know they're they're currently, I believe it's four and five. Um, but yeah, they have won three in a row, and they look like they're getting back in the groove of things, um, especially with Harden being back from that hamstring pull. But you know it's not something that's important right now. And so if the Thunder feel that Westbrook cannot go, he will not go in this game. Now kind of looking at this game from the perspective of Westbrook not being in it, um, this this has to be one of those games where you need your superstars to step up. So you need um, Paul George to have one of those playoff P games, you know, like he had in game one. Um, you need Schroeder to do basically what he did in this game, uh, maybe distribute the ball a little bit more to get some other people involved. Um, but you do need um, him to, to score – on a, on a CP3, on a Chris Paul, um, and to kind of put the pressure on them from the perimeter. Um, Steven Adams, he needs to probably be, you know, his A game. Um, he needs to rebound, needs to, you know, do good defensively um, on the po- in, in the post. Um, but it's, it's just ha- it's one of those games where you, you, Houston's coming into here streaking a little bit themselves. We're coming into it streaking, but we do have, you know, Westbrook out. So, it's one of those games where if the Thunder lose, it's almost forgivable. Um, but if they win, hey, great. So um, enjoy tomorrow. It's one of those early season primetime matchups. Um, you know, just it's just a fun game to be to be a part of. It's just a fun game to have in the beginning. You know, in the, early on in the season, we had the Warriors game to begin the 
uh, to begin the year, and now we have this Rockets game in here. And it's always fun to have the Rockets in town. I mean, it's always good to have James Harden. There's not there's not that bad blood when it comes to James Harden like there is with a with a Durant or with a a Reggie Jackson or anything like that. It's you know it was not his fault that he got traded, and he's always had at least in my eyes, he's always had a good standing with the organization. Not not necessarily with the organization, but with the fan base. Um, so it's it's always fun to have him come in, and um, it should be should be a good game. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can always always catch us on Thunderous Intention for the recaps. You can catch us on now that's thunderbasketball.com, and make sure you check out our Twitter page. Uh, it's at OKC Topic Thunder. Uh, give us a follow. Talk to us on it. Interact with us. Uh, we always have polls on there. That's where we post our our podcast. Uh, so make sure you check us out on our Twitter page. Also, make sure you check out our weekly podcast um, that comes out usually in the weekends, uh, usually Saturday or Sunday. Um, it's always good fun. We, we usually recap the week before. We look forward to the week ahead. Um, and then we discuss other NBA-related news and Thunder-related news. Uh, so just make, you, make sure you check out the, uh, the weekly. It's always, it's, it's always good fun. Um, you know, we diagnosed Paul George with cancer last week because we looked at drop foot on WebMD. Um, but yeah, just always check this out, check us out on there, check us out on the recaps. Um, thank you for listening. Make sure you, you know, if you listen to us on iTunes, make sure you give us a five-star review. Um, that really helps us out as far as getting our rankings up. Uh, make sure that you check us out anywhere where you get your podcast, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Google, uh, Google Play Store, whether it's Stitcher, whether it's, you know, whatever you, wherever you get your, your podcast from, we're going to be on there. Um, so thank you for listening. And as always. Thunder up. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.